I V M. Thanks to COVID-19, there's a dearth of blue-collar workers. Experts believe the scarcity could increase with Omicron spreading across the country. According to figures from Team Lease, several industries, notably manufacturing, e-commerce, logistics, construction and real estate, are experiencing a 20-25% workforce shortfall. There is a reason behind this shortage. Most migrant workers are scared to return to work as a third wave may hit India soon. According to market experts, the development of Omicron might drive more people away from working in cities. And while we're on the topic, lawyers and consultants, meanwhile, are raking in the moolah. Over the pandemic, consultants such as EY, McKinsey and PwC all saw a significant rise in revenue. Sales in KPMG's advisory arm alone rose 17%, $13.7 billion, a spike not seen since the heady days of the Enron disaster. Lawyers too have found themselves in great demand. Corporate lawyers in the US have also benefited from the deal-making boom this year, with senior associates getting record bonuses of up to $500,000. For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that gives you goosebumps. I am Chinmay Bhogle and here is the main story for 10th December 2021. Smoking kills, we all know it. But are governments across the world actually acting on it? Most countries? No. New Zealand? Absolutely. In an effort to gradually wipe out smoking, New Zealand will prohibit the selling of tobacco to the next generation. According to a law anticipated to be adopted next year, Kiwis born after 2008 would be unable to purchase cigarettes or any tobacco products during their lifetime. New Zealand kids won't be exposed to secondhand smoke. Ever. The announcement comes as a part of New Zealand's anti-smoking campaign. New Zealand is committed to meeting a national objective of decreasing smoking rates to 5% by 2025, with the goal of eventually eradicating the practice entirely. That's quite ambitious. However, this can't be it. Of course, the government has to have a plan in place to offer an alternative. Can Mary Jane replace smokes? You can't say that New Zealand hasn't tried it. The officials were on the cusp of decriminalizing marijuana barely a year ago. Even Prime Minister Yakinda Arden is in favour of legalising cannabis possession. But they weren't exactly successful at it. The law hasn't changed yet, but attitudes have. And that's not it. As per a report by Vice, New Zealand becomes the first country in the world to officially legalise drug testing services. Which means the law allows people to evaluate the safety of illegal drugs without the fear of legal penalties at festivals and other events. How cool is that? For more, we're going to hear from Dinesh Narayanan, co-founder and editor of The Signal, who's going to express some of his thoughts on New Zealand's decision to ban smoking for the future generation. Dinesh, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing your perspective on this one. What do you think is going to happen as a result of this decision? Thanks, Chinmay. It's always a pleasure to be here. Um, well, uh, Technically speaking, or rather, a lot of countries are pursuing smoking bans, right? Uh, smoking has got a bad rep for a long time, and we all know that you know, um, it's a cancer-causing habit. 
um, multiple other diseases as well. So, yeah, uh, it's it's something which has been pursued by most governments or I would I don't know if it's most government, but it's a lot of governments at least um, in, in, in a lot of countries are pursuing smoking bans. But the interesting thing about the New Zealand ban is that it is targeting the next generation and is going to make it difficult for not difficult it is going to make it impossible for people to buy it you know at all from the time when the ban comes into place interestingly new zealand is uh, the 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 government says that new zealand has only 529000 smokers smoking has declined over time they have had uh, serious issues there in 1984 in fact one of the studies showed that uh, maori men and women had the highest rates of lung cancer in the world so they have been progressively, uh, you know, increasing health warnings on cigarette packets and um, licensing and all those kind of measures. And now this is like probably the most progressive measure ever taken by any government anywhere in the world. Uh, I guess then my next question is, is it really progressive? I'm just going to draw uh, parallels to alcohol here, which is that whenever we have prohibition, inevitably, there's a black market that springs up, right? So do you think this yeah. is also going to be the case when it comes to cigarettes? Or is there going to be a black market? Or is this ban actually going to work? I think because it's New Zealand, it this ban might work. Uh, why I say so is because New Zealanders are um, health and fitness conscious anyways. Now, I heard a, I've heard a very interesting story. If I'm not mistaken, this was from Azaruddin, the cricketer, former captain. Uh, if it's not Azaruddin, it's one of the cricketers uh, where I've, I've read about it. It says uh, they were not in very good shape on one of the tours to New Zealand. And they saw people, I mean, most common people were very fit. And they used to go for a run in between, uh, in between breaks or something like that. And this really impressed them. And... Then they went on a, uh, you know, uh, a fitness regimen, uh, yeah, a fitness journey, which which made them, you know, look at fitness in a completely different way, health in a very different way. And I think that's one of the reasons why I think it might work in New Zealand. I mean, I'll be honest, if I lived in a place like New Zealand with those kind of visuals, I'd probably spend a lot of time <laughs> outdoors as well. Yeah. But the, the other thing that's coming up as a result of this, of course, is marijuana. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen there? Do you think the legalization of marijuana uh, at the same time as the smoking ban might lead to a decrease in smoking? Uh, is it likely to become a substitute? I mean, obviously, we're just you know hypothesizing at this point, but it's an interesting one to kind of speculate over, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, so you can see this in many um, countries that um, they are um, going against cigarettes, but going pro marijuana. One of the reasons also is the medical benefits of marijuana, right? So many research have shown that marijuana has uh, a lot of medical benefits, including uh, palliative benefits for terminally ill people. So there are multiple benefits which people have documented, medical science has documented for marijuana. And that's one of the reasons why many countries are trying to legalize it. Um, so this debate is there in New Zealand as well, um, that um, the opposition leader, Christopher Luxon, for instance, the new national party leader, has said, what kind of logic is this that you're banning cigarettes, but you want to uh, legalize marijuana? Um, so naturally, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a debate which, uh, which has gone on in many places at various times. But in general, the New Zealanders seem to be veering towards uh, legalizing marijuana. Even um, some of the uh, 
some of the NGOs there. For instance, there is one organization called New Zealand Drug Foundation. Their one of their status, uh, one of their goals for a new drug law is that you know removing criminal penalties for the possession, use, and social supply of drugs, um, developing a regulated cannabis market, or putting more resources into prevention and education. Um, rather than outright criminalizing uh, usage and stuff like that. Even even the Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, is uh, veering towards uh, legalizing marijuana, or at least decriminalizing possession of it. Thanks for that, Dinesh. Interesting times indeed. You can catch this podcast daily on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are the signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter. We'll be back next week with some more stories, so stay tuned.